show. Eddie and I are fighting before the show because a friend said, hey, did you go watch the Rolling Stones? And I said, no, I didn't. I've never seen the Rolling Stones concert. And Eddie's like, you and I went. Yes, like five years ago. And I will argue this till the day we I've die. I've never seen the Rolling yes, Stones. Yes, there's no one else I would have gone to see the Rolling Stones How with. do you not remember seeing the Rolling exactly. Stones? Exactly. I've never seen the Rolling Stones. Eddie, who, who could have been? Picture. What is Eddie talking about? I don't about know. five years ago, we, we got invited to go see the Rolling Stones here at this Titan Stadium. And we went, Bones, it was you and me in a box. And I remember us even talking about how crazy, how much cardio Mick Jagger still has at such an old age. Who opened for him? Well, I don't know. We probably didn't make it for that. We don't. I, I've, ha, I've how never long did seen the Rolling Stones. Who else was there? We left early. Ooh, that's a good indication, Amy, because we left early, and I was like, "We're leaving early." And Bobby's like, "Yeah, dude, why would we stay to the end?" Okay, but who else would have seen y'all there? I don't know. This is good weird. Question. I have never seen the Rolling Stones in my life. I went to the Eagles together. Yes, we go to every concert together. I, that's what we I'm went saying. To Counting Crows together, but I know I would never. I would never go watch the Rolling Stones at a stadium. Especially an old act like that. I mean, it's, this is what you and I do. That's you a sure date it was for a shipmate? No. Why would he go see the Rolling Stones? Exactly. And there's no chance. Weird. It, show me a picture. Well, I don't. I, okay, Fine. I'll look for a picture. Fine. You're telling me you saw Rolling Stones and you didn't take video or picture. Uh, no. Okay. I've never seen the Rolling Stones in my life. <laughs> Dude, we were there. There have been a couple of arguments that you and I have had since. Like, we're still arguing about them today. Hey, Mike, do you have ever been to the Rolling Stones that you know of? Before Mike was here. I still would. I don't know. I feel like I would remember that. It's the weirdest argument because I don't think I ever saw the Rolling Stones. Okay, can we, how about we look up and see when the Rolling Stones were at? Do you, hey, let's place Titan a wager Stadium. on this. That's what I'm looking at right now. Let's okay. just put a good wager on this. Okay. Like, what was the date? But Who how are we going to settle it? Because Somebody it was, saw y'all there. Somebody. Somebody. somebody <laughs> see, that's what I'm saying. If y'all were in a box, somebody else was in that box. Or there'll be a picture of it somewhere on like an iPhone or something. Mm-hmm. We'll find the date. What What's the bet? What do you mean? Like, what like, are we going to wager? Get, yeah, uh, what, do you, what do you lose when he's right? How? Okay. Time the Rolling Stones are in town, you buy tickets? No, no, no. Oh. Loser, me or you, has to cook dinner for the other person's family. Oh. Easy. I love it. Oh, but, well, wh- Bobby wins there because you're going to make, like, amazing things. And what's Bobby well, that's true. Then Caitlin will have to <laughs> no, make No, Caitlin can't make it. Caitlin can't. Okay. No, 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 no. Then I lose, Amy. No, but it's more the punishment of having to make the dinner. Okay. Oh, great. So we can just throw it away. Yeah, but Bobby's going to get punished for eating, and then Eddie's pun. Your punishment is cooking it, and his punishment no, is his I'll do family eating right. it. I'll do I a get good job. Double no, punishment. Just take, take the punishment. I will cook, or I'll order you a fancy deal. A fancy okay, meal. but we need to figure out how we're going to settle this. I don't know. Rolling Stones. They were here. 2015. Yeah. Okay, about so right. there you go. Six years June ago. June 17th, 2015. I'll never forget it. Me and Bobby, we went together. You're out of your mind. Dude, maybe you're forgetting things. That would it's be part of getting older. Really weird. It's part of it. If you couldn't remember going to the Rolling Stones, let me think about this. Did we go? Did we? Here, I'll did, help you. Did dun, we? Did we park? Dun, 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 dun. Did we get? Did we park? <laughs> what is that? I don't know if we, I mean we had to have parked somewhere. <laughs> okay, then this will. Maybe a listener somewhere can find it. Mike, can you look on my Instagram? Yeah. Because if I was there, you I would have taken it, a picture. Or or an Instagram story video. Maybe. Did stories even exist then? I don't see anything on Twitter or Instagram as of now. You went all the way back there? Yeah. Real quick? Wow. There's no chance I went to watch the Rolling Stones. <sighs> Unless I went with someone else, but okay, I Okay, now it, he's starting to crack. It was you. I mean, I'm sure it was you. I'm looking at Facebook now, so okay. We'll see. okay and but- check Eddie's timeline, too. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking, who would Eddie have gone with where no now one. he's thinking Here, it's okay, you? Okay, let's up the ante on the bet. Oh, boy. We bring in the cuddle therapist. Huh? 
remember the cuddle therapy they do here in town? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And you have to lay with them on, on the ground and be cuddle therapy for 15 minutes. 15 minutes? Yeah. So you, that's what you would have to do if yeah, you lose. Yeah, if I lose. But there has to be some concrete evidence that you were not there. It can't, I mean, we have to settle or this somewhere. Or we find it that you were there with somebody else. Okay, maybe. There's no way I went to Rolling Stones concert. <laughs> or you forgot it. This that's crazy. T- this is what we've been talking about before the show started today, everybody. <laughs> now we have sullied your, your morning radio show with mm-hmm. this argument still going on. Uh, everybody good? Yeah, yeah I guess. I guess. <laughs> you were there. Uh, today's Wednesday, so there is no football tonight, so I feel comfortable in sharing these stories. Who knew, and this is just me talking, who knew when you got married that it wouldn't be warmly accepted to watch football on Thursday night, Saturday, <laughs> and then Saturday night, and then Sunday, and then Sunday night, and then mm-hmm. Monday night? Yeah, I feel like I've tried to warn you about that, like, for 15 years. Well, and the thing is, too, when I'm not watching football on these weekends, I like to play football in Madden. Mm. Uh-huh. And I don't really get any crap for it. I just know she would prefer, prefer me not do that because we could do some stuff together. But football dominates like four days of my week, and I have to stop doing that. I, I realize as a person I need to stop. I'm not alone mm-hmm. anymore. It's too much. It is only for like, what, four or five months but though, right? It, pff, that's half a, half a year. It's half a week for half a year. Yes, hey. that's so much. It doesn't make sense. I never realized as a single guy just how much time I spent watching football. Yeah. Well, now you know. <laughs> now I know. Uh, one in three men said they would give up watching football to get rid of their belly fat. No, stop it. What? Watching college football every Saturday and NFL games every Sunday afternoon is an absolute must for millions of men, the story says. But a poll of 2,000 American men over age 30 said that one-third would give up football games or other sporting events for months if they could have a six-pack or flat stomach because of it. Who thinks of these surveys? Yeah, no kidding. It's <laughs> the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Eddie. Yeah. Would you give up football season for a whole year to have a rip stomach? No, it's one and the same. It goes together. You, you, The reason you have a nice little belly is because you sit there and watch football and snack all day. I love it. But I'm going to tell you as a friend. Yes. That if you didn't watch football, you still wouldn't have a six pack. I, I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> You're right. I don't work out. But you know what? Like Amy has always said that when you watch football, do some crunches or something and it helps. I have uh, always said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? But you have did you ever some... said that? I, all the time. I work out during <laughs> games. But you said that recently energy. too. Yes, yes. Yeah. So that's good. I, th- I think sometimes you just make up things. <laughs> no. Maybe anyone... it was like a fun fact or something. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? If you're struggling to get a six pack, they say poor DNA might be to blame as people with good genes can bulk up their muscles and get fit quicker. Yeah, duh. Genetics are more than anything when it comes to being healthy, like having muscles and looking physically a certain way. But I'll tell you something. Underneath my fat, I have a six-pack. Okay, we all do. You can feel it. It's down there. Okay, we all do. Okay. That, those are called abdominal muscles. <laughs> right. That the human body is... <laughs> right. In order for you to see it, though, I just got to get rid of that fat. Eddie and I are arguing about me going to a Rolling Stones concert in 2015. He says I went to one. I say I've never been to one. 100%. You were there with me. I'll never forget it. This is the big argument right now. Uh, okay, here's Eddie posting a picture with the Rolling Stones. At the Rolling Stone. Oh. Is it you? Oh, come on. Is it you? Come on. It's over. Come the debate's on. over. The debate's over. Are you, were you the debate's rolling? over. Who come on. Come on. You were there, bud. The debate's Okay, so Eddie and I have bet a few things here. We have bet he has to cook. Whoever loses has to cook dinner. Whoever loses has to cook dinner for the other person, and then they have to be cuddled on the ground for 15 minutes. Can we just do dinner? No, no, no. We agreed to all this. You can oh hear it in the post show because we recorded a whole thing about it. Eddie, you ready? Yeah. You posted on June 17th, 2015. It's a picture of Nissan Stadium, and you are in the back left side Woo! of it. 
Ooh. right? Remember back left? Yeah, I guess. The stage? You said at the Rolling Stones with my boy at Justin the Suit. Oh. <laughs> no way. <laughs> you went with Justin no the Suit. Crushing it right now. No way. It wasn't you? It, you sure you weren't there? I'm positive. I've never been to a show. Wow. Dang. You and our old head, head of syndication, <laughs> Justin the Suit. I was starting to get worried that Bobby wasn't remembering that, but Eddie. Wow. Wow. And then you have videos of you watching Wild Horses and Justin the Suits were there with you. Wow, you weren't there. You owe us dinner okay. and cuddle on the floor. What do you want for dinner? I don't Anything? know. I, I got to think about it. Okay. You got to cook it at our house. In a, in a, oh, I have to cook it there? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, I thought he could just cook it and bring it to no, you. No, that's not what the bet was. <laughs> well, I don't know that that part was What a beautiful it. day. Oh, Let's start go the morning. with it. Good job, Mike D. And we encourage you guys to check out the post show because oh. you'll hear a whole conversation about this before we came on the air. Good? Yeah, I guess. Do you now admit, though, that you lost the bet? Yeah, I admit now that you weren't there. Thank you. Yep. Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I've been dating a guy for a couple of months. Things have been going really well until he asked me to go home to his parents' house for Thanksgiving. As much as I like him, I don't think I'm ready to meet the parents and the entire family for a major holiday weekend. I tried to tell him this, but he's really excited. He doesn't see it as a big deal like I do. Should I take a chance and go or trust my instinct and turn down his invitation, even if it ruins things between us? From Ashlyn. The first thing I will say is it's it's a different scale for everybody because I know people who introduce people to parents quick. Yeah, I was a quick person but in my Thanksgiving is a whole other deal. And then also it means you have to be away from your people at Thanksgiving too. Yes. So because of those factors altogether, if you don't feel comfortable, don't do it. He already told us, knucklehead. I don't want to do it. He should respect that. And hopefully you get a Christmas present, you know? But maybe explain to him that it's about Thanksgiving. Like, it's a, that's a tough one. If it was just regular dinner, I would think about it. The easy way to do it, though, is to go, hey, I would love that. Thank you for the offer. But I need to go be, be with my family for yeah. Thanksgiving. That's it. And I think that he would totally understand that. He doesn't, remember? Yeah, I know. I know <laughs> I'm saying. I tried saying. to tell him this, but he's really excited and doesn't see it as a big deal like I do. Right. Uh-huh. But again, if you explain it, I think he'll see it and understand. If not, then yeah, maybe not for you. Well, also, oh, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say not for you, especially if it's if it's early on. But I'll say it just may not be a big deal for him to introduce people to the family. Like you may be putting a lot more emphasis on meeting a family than he is introducing you to his family. But I still think if you're not comfortable with it right now, do not do it. But I don't think it's any indicator of where the relationship's going. I mean, they could have only been dating a few months. I would never. Listen, I had people that I was with in the past. I wouldn't go to their house after we've been together forever. I don't even that, you know? I was like, nah. Why was that though? Because you've just, been together forever and you wouldn't go. Yeah. That. See, that's that's a that's a thing. Yeah, mostly. Yeah, I just didn't want to go. But I don't. That's wanna, a that's a flag. I don't want to bother people, and it was a big old red flag going. You know what? I don't even really like this person. <laughs> yeah, it's a huge red flag. But but that was forever. I know, and they're they're new. I know, but she did mention that even if it. If if it if she challenges it and he doesn't like it, then if it means they're going to break up, she's kind of seems okay with that. That's why my tone is like, I don't know if this person's right for you. But- I say, Ashlyn, you just say, hey, no, I got to go be with my family. I can't do this. And if he's a whiny baby, then you dump him. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> if he's okay, I get it. Then you go ahead and you walk forward in the new relationship and see how it goes. Mm-hmm. 
But you don't want to date a whiny baby anyway, right? No. no. Somebody, I'm glad no one told Caitlin that because she has one. <laughs> she, <laughs> there he she's is married right to there. one. It's me. <laughs> uh, Ashlyn, thank you for the email. All right, close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. If you want to email us, Morgan, what do they do? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. We watched the first episode of Succession. Oh, I still have that. It's great. To look forward to. Season three, episode one. It's wonderful. It's on HBO Max. You watch anything? Uh, yeah, well, per Mike D saying that Made is worth watching, because I had given it about 20 minutes, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, and then I stopped watching, but now I'm in and I'm hooked, and it is so good. I do see how it's difficult for you to watch some of the things being triggering there, but given her circumstances, but there's so much weaved in there. I mean, it takes some turns that it's it's so good. Then I start researching it. Turns out it's based on a memoir, a book written but the woman wrote it, and it's true story. So what? Had no idea. It's called Made, M-A-I-D on Netflix. Yes. Are you done with it? Not done yet, but I will be finishing it 100%. Okay. Like you, I, I'm not going to watch it. Oh, Bobby, it's so good. I'm telling you. I don't know. Maybe I just had a bad day with it. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I mean, it's, it's, it's the struggles that she has is real. Almost some of the stuff. The reason why I started researching it is I was like, God, some of this just can't even be real. And then I, I looked it up and it was like, yeah, based on a true story. Anybody watch You on Netflix? Mm-mm. Caitlin's watching You season three. It's like their biggest show now. It overtook Squid Games or Squid Game yeah. whenever it came back. <laughs> but You is the guy that like. I've watched it before, but not, not the new the girl one. Thing. Should I? Oh, I did watch like the first season. I did too. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, and eh, not for me. Yeah. But Caitlin's watching you. Pen Badley or whatever his name is. From Gossip Girl, right, Morgan? Yeah. Where he's from? Yeah. Eddie, you want to roll this dice? Let's go. Speaking, I've been wondering. Speaking of Squid Game, I have a 100-sided dice. I spin it. And every time the dice ends up, it, it ends on a number. Like this number would have been number 30. Cool. And had you picked number 30, you'd have to shave your eyebrows. Correct. But you can pick any number in the whole world. And as long as it doesn't land on the number... Not that, any number. 1 through 100. No, any number in the world. <laughs> 1 through 100. So what am Eddie, I at? Eddie, you're at $40 for me. Okay. He gets $2 for every roll that doesn't hit his number. And how many rolls was has, has that been? You get 10 more rolls. All right. All right. If your number hits, you have to shave your eyebrows. Right. Ready? And there's no cheating involved. No cheating. Mike, are you ready? Ready. Okay, the dice is now stopped. Now, again, you're going to pick a number, and if it matches this number, you lose both your eyebrows. Okay. But if it doesn't... Which it probably won't. <laughs> when you say that. You make more money. Um, that's a, I, I think it's the upside down one, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's this one right here. Oh, boy. See, I feel like you say that just to throw me off. Eddie, what number? You ready? Yeah. One, two, three. 100. 89. Oh. <sighs> two more dollars. If the numbers match, Eddie loses his eyebrows. We're just doing five <laughs> rolls here. Ready? Go. Good. One, two, three. 72. 72. <gasps> what? Well, what? What? That's 20 what? away, Amy. Oh, it sounded the same. 52 and 72. Okay. I know there's a lot of numbers, Bones, but my heart, it starts, it stops whenever we start saying these numbers together. One, two, three. 20. Let's go. Let's go. Two more. Mm. 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 Ready. One, two, three. 98. Four. Woo! 
And finally, let it stop oh, rolling. Oh, it's a wobbly one. It's moving, Amy? Do you see that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. If our numbers match, you have to shave off both your eyebrows. Mm. Ready? Yeah. One, two, three. 93. 93.33. <laughs> All right, you're now at $50. <laughs> wow. And then Scuba matches it. That's a hundo? Yeah, you rode five more rolls, though, at least. Okay. Then you can retire or not. Do you want to do them now? Five more? Yeah. You want to do it now or later? Do it now. It's up to Ooh, you. Ooh, let's do it later. Are you sure? Yeah, I, I'm a little numbered out. Okay, just for... No, we're not doing for fun. Hey, just for spits and giggles. We're not doing spits and giggles. What would you have picked? Nah. One, two, three. Ah. 61. But he didn't even play. I'm not wasting that, Amy. It's not a waste. It is. Okay. We'll do it one more time later. <laughs> All right. What a fun game. Well, you've made a hundred bucks. Hey, as soon as I'm done, is someone else going to do this? That's up to. And, I mean, it sounds like Amray Mundo would love For to play. For sure. Yeah, I can't. Sorry. Oh. Well, it's gambling. No, you're not wagering anything. You're not wagering money, just your eyebrows. Even worse, you can't go on a date for a month. <laughs> you're, you're married. A couple's date. Oh. <laughs> Bobby Bonshaw, the latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's thirty second skinny. Carrie Underwood talked about her duet with Jason Aldean, If I Didn't Love You. I knew I liked the song, and uh, Jason and I have actually kind of been trying to do things together over the years. We've, we've sang together before, um, but we've never like officially recorded anything together. So it just kind of felt like this could be you know, our moment. I felt like it was a little bit of an unexpected duet to other people, but I feel like I kind of always knew at some point I'd probably sing with them. Lauren Elena got her idea for her song, Getting Over Him, from a friend. She goes, hey, listen, if all that guy did was help you get over that last guy and show you that you can be with somebody else, then he served his purpose. And I said, can you hold on one second? And I wrote it down. John Party loves bringing mariachi bands on stage during his tour. We've done it a couple of times and uh, it works out great. And the guys are so excited to be on stage. Like it's, it's a mutual, like they're just so happy to be a part of, you know, a big show. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Oregon firefighters rescued a Great Dane who had been stuck at the bottom of an embankment for two days. Susan Clark was out walking her dog whenever the dog suddenly disappeared. She was like, all right, come on, let's, wait, where's Presley? Gone. She looked everywhere, could not find the dog. When Presley had been missing for two days... Susan's neighbor spotted the dog trapped at the bottom of an embankment, unable to walk. So they called. They don't normally do dog rescues, but she was like, you guys got to help. And they did. They roped it up, went down, got the dog, pulled the dog up. Again, this is a Great Dane, too. This is basically oh, a human. That's huge. This is this, like a small horse. Yes. So full recovery. But also, I guess the dog ran off because the embankment wasn't right where she was walking. And how do you not hear a Great Dane run off? It's a galloping. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) How do you not hear a cow walking through the woods? But anyway, shout out to these Oregon firefighters because, again, they don't usually go down and do dog rescues, and they did this time. And that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. What do you want to hear about? Who's better at making up after fights, men or women? Eddie and my wives ganging up on me. Eddie's involved in this, too, all ganging up on me to buy something. Mm. You want to hear about that? Or do you want to hear about a woman charged with running naked on a football field? Well, all of them eventually. Well, but... <laughs> we'll see how time goes. What's first? I guess what you're supposed to be buying. 
Do you want to take this one? Yeah, sure. I mean, my wife and I, we've talked about it for a long time, and now my wife goes on walks with your wife while we're working, and they talked about it, and I could not be behind this anymore. We need to buy a boat. They want Eddie and I to buy a boat together. First of all, I'm not a boat guy. Within a boat club, is terrible. If I had known that boat. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I would use a boat that often. Caitlin's like, we'd use a boat all the time if we had one. Eddie yeah. just wants a boat. I mean, we have four kids. Do you want to buy a boat with somebody? Well, yeah, because then you're on. You're competing with a family of six. Like Bobby's going to take the boat out, a little ride here, and then Eddie's going to show up with the whole crew. <laughs> no, I figure we'd have a calendar. Like, hey, Bones, this is mine. I did the mine. calendar on the boat club. It's terrible. Yeah, but the boat club was how many people did you share the boat with? Like 50? Yeah. So but who paid? I mean, you and Eddie go 50-50 on this? Half and the- half. Wow. Hmm. I don't think it's a good idea for our friendship. It's a boat. Come on. We do everything together. But What's a boat going to do? Things go wrong. They're ho- they they what do, what do they call it? Like a it's like a money pit. What? Yeah, yeah. Boat means buy another. What's it called? Yeah, yeah. I've heard this. What is the, it? Um, Who knows? Know. I'm sure it's something cute. They say the best days of buying a boat is when you buy it and then when you sell it, right? Yeah. There's a lot of those boats. They say that. Uh, how about it's bring on another thousand or something <laughs> sure, like that? Yes. That's what boat is. <laughs> That's stupid. Who comes up with that crap? <laughs> I just worry that if we buy a boat together. Mm-hmm. That could possibly hurt our friendship. Or just create lots of great memories for us. Man, out on the lake. So you now you're taking on it on the lake boat. together? Sure, why not? Then you have to decide on what boat you're going to buy. You need a big boat. You need a boat, yeah. <laughs> big, big boat. boat. Man, have you seen some of these pontoon boats where you have like a grill on it? I don't it, want a pontoon boat. We can that's wave the, a flag. That's the last boat I want. Eddie's like, and then boat. a slide. A slide. I would want like a wakeboard boat. Yeah. Where you hang up the wakeboards on the side and then you... With, like, big speakers and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, so you know. <laughs> See, that's why. We would never settle on that. <laughs> so my wife came to me and was like, hey, we need to talk to you. And I was like, what? She goes, you should call Eddie on FaceTime. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Eddie answers. We'd all like to go on a boat together. I'm like, we? What are you talking about? It's true. I don't think that's the... Why don't you buy a boat and we'll borrow it if we need it? No. And I'll pay you to rent it. They're expensive. So it's better to go half on that. Even though women are supposedly better at cooperating in competitive situations, a new study found that guys are actually better at making up after fights than women are. What is your experience, Amy? But why? I need to know why. Researchers from Harvard found that after fighting and getting into the end of a conflict, men are better than women when it comes to flipping a switch and stop fighting. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, men shut it off for some reason, but I feel like y'all bury it down and then you come back with it later. In your relationship, yeah. who's better? That's clearly kind of what happens at mine. Like, he can shut it down faster, but it doesn't mean he he's just tucked it away. And so he's acting like it's fine. But then months later, it's not fine. That's my experience. He just holds on to it? Yeah, I mean, For I think months. he's really it wasn't trying. Even days. Well, wow. years? Wow. <laughs> Dang, years. <laughs> okay. But everybody's different. Mm-hmm. Eddie? The, you know, it's just- no, man, I have a hard time getting over it. I, I'm mad for days sometimes. My wife's the one that has to come up and give me a hug and say, like, I'm sorry. It's okay. We can agree to disagree or whatever. And I'm like, all right, fine. But I'm the one that gets upset for a long time. I never get upset, but I, like, put it in a little chest and lock it. And yes. Just- so like Amy's husband. But I don't know that it ever comes out later. I think it just explodes inside of me. Oh, wow. Oh, see, yeah. Maybe but it just hasn't come out yet. That means it's coming out, but maybe in other ways. Oh. Like, you don't know that that's what it specifically was about, but you, you're like this volcano, and then... I feel like Caitlin's way more mature than I am when it comes to fighting. She likes to lay out her points if we don't agree on something and go, this is how I feel. 
how do you feel about how I feel? And then I always huff and puff and <laughs> mm-hmm. turn seven years old. But I feel like she's better when we have a disagreement at just going, okay, we've both expressed our opinions. What's the resolution? Got it. Let's move on. Right. I feel like she dominates that. Where I now am not the smartest person in my house, and I know that, and I can't win a lot of times with words, so I just go, what do you want to talk about it then? Yeah, that's got to be and tough for you. And then I walk off. So well, it's new to me. We're the opposite of this research. Yeah, us, yeah. Yeah, we're all kind of like the women are mm. the ones that... Are awesome and yeah. smart. Yes. And the guys <laughs> Amazing. are the dum-dums. <laughs> uh, Missouri woman's been charged with a naked run on a football field. Officials in Jefferson County, Missouri, have charged her with sexual misconduct after she reportedly jumped the fence of Helias Football Stadium and ran onto the field wearing only a scarf in front of 29 8th graders. Oh. oh. Why would you do that during like a junior high game? Yeah, I weird. Don't know. Why would you do that anyway as an adult? Well, there's a lot of whys here. It's pretty rare that a woman does it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can understand, not saying it's right, being a dumb kid and like mooning a bunch of people. Because I, as a dumb kid, probably did stuff like that. Yes. You shouldn't. But being an adult woman and running... Because most people that are doing this too are taking it as a like a dare or a bet. And women just aren't dumb enough for the most part to do that mm-hmm. stuff. An officer says the police told her that she had ingested heroin. Oh, man. Mm. And left her residence naked. Okay. So it wasn't a streaking incident, which everyone first thought. They were like, oh, streaker. She was just high. She was messed up. Well, so there you go. Wow. I bet those eighth graders are like, wow. Yeah, probably the coolest thing they've seen in a long time. <laughs> <Wow>. Oh, my. <laughs> I mean, imagine that eighth grade. Eighth grade, Amy. I don't care if it's a guy or a girl, something butt naked, stricken the field. Yeah. You're like, holy moly, this is crazy. They're still talking about it today, I bet. <laughs> we uh, had a female streaker at my high school. What? Why? I, I don't know. Streaking was popular at our school for the seniors. Streaking like butt naked or yes, like stri- like with a ski mask. But with <laughs> <laughs> but like with like with no underwear or anything. Yeah, nothing. Wow, um, that's crazy. I don't have guts to do that. Yeah, so there normally I guess guys would do it, but when I was there, that was the one time I knew of female doing it. She did it. Did you know who it was? They were. She was older than me, but yes, like I can picture her in my face right now. A lot of her. <laughs> <laughs> I bet mooning was again popular when I was a kid. <laughs> Because I'd pull up beside somebody in a car on the road and moon them. The back of the bus? No, not even a bus, like riding in the car. <laughs> yeah. I'd be with Arkansas Keith and be like, I'm going to moon these people. Mm-hmm. And that'd stick my butt up to, and press it up against the window. <laughs> yeah, I mean, good kids even do that. It's not just like good or bad. It's just funny. Like, I could see like a bus full of kids coming home from church camp being like, let's moon those people. Man, I never did that. <laughs> you never moon people? I could never get it. Oh, it was a different time. It was a different time. Yeah. Morgan, was mooning a thing when you were in school? Oh, yeah. I think it's always the thing because... Kids are weird about their bodies when they're younger, right? They're just like, they think it's funny. But I never did. Was streaking a thing? We never had a streaker at our football games. We definitely had a lot of mooning and some flashing on school buses. Oh, Whoa. ours was a pet. This girl, she did it at a, at a what? Flashing on what? School like school buses. buses, like passing each other. That's hardcore. Oh, okay. Ours wasn't a game. It was a pep rally. It was like tradition for senior streakers to do the In the high rally. school gym? No, it was an outdoor pep rally. Oh, outdoor, okay. Yeah, that so, way they could get away. Generationally, because yeah. we're a generation up on Morgan, who's, how old are you now? I'm 28. So Morgan's 28. We're all early 40s. I would think the streaking thing ended because then you got into, like, sexual so, misconduct oh. charges. Yeah. Back in our day, if someone streaked, it was just funny, and you tackled them, and they, you can't do that. But now it's like you have a, a charge against you. Yeah. Right. And have to register as... A sex offender. Possibly. 
You know? Mm -hmm. Still funny. <laughs> I mean, I remember once being in an Arkansas game and a guy went, he, he streaked in a thong. He jumped the fence and ran with a hog hat and a thong all across Hilarious. the I remember it vividly. <laughs> but he didn't go to jail jail because he had a thong on. Oh, good. Yeah, well, good maybe that's him. the trick. Mm -hmm. Streaking still, streaking funny, yes or no? Funny, hilarious. Uh, I don't care. Yeah, no, me either. I think it's disgusting. Oh, I mean, no, not <laughs> funny. <laughs> Here's a voicemail from Tanya in Connecticut. Bobby, I'm watching your Insta story right now. Um, do not use your teeth to open packages anymore. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Love you. I have a bad habit of using my teeth to mm -hmm. open any package. Don't do yeah, that, don't do that. Okay, well, yeah, it's easier said than done. But yeah, all of a sudden, you have a package and you can't open it. What do you use? Your teeth. Scissors? Yeah, your hand. There are no no scissors, and my hands hurt. <laughs> I got a bad wrist, a bad pinky, <laughs> and a bad shoulder. My whole right side's okay. basically dead. Okay. Knife? So I, what I do is I bite a little bitty tiny hole, and then I rip from there. Oh. Mm. But on my Instagram, which you can follow me, Mr. Bobby Bones, I'm trying new pumpkin stuff every single day from the store. And so how to open packages, most times I just go, little bite, mm. little rip. You got fake teeth, though, man. That's going to fall off, right? Once I did that with a shirt tag, and my tooth broke. See? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I can't do that. Law of averages, though. Now I'm done. It'll never happen again. <laughs> I don't know. So I can keep doing it. Eddie was telling me his dad's favorite song. Yeah, Fancy Like. He loves it. Guys, <laughs> so this cute. is a big Fancy deal. Because my dad doesn't like music. Like, he's never said, like, I like this song. The last time, I swear, I've ever heard him say this was Mamba Number 5 and uh, Don't Take the Girl by Tim McGraw. I'm like... So it's been since the 90s? <laughs> Mambo Number 5? <laughs> yes. He just doesn't like music. Like, it does nothing for him. He's like Lunchbox. What does this song do for him, though? He says it's just got a good beat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then don't take the girl I get. Man, he said he cried when he heard it. Yeah, I was a kid, though, when it came out, and I was like, oh, this is the deepest song I've ever heard in my yeah. life. But see, when your dad says, I don't care for music, and then he, he just comes out of nowhere and says, man, that song, Don't Take the Girl, I cried listening to that. I'm like, that's, I mean, that happened a long time ago, and I still remember that. It's a big Why deal. Why does he like Fancy Like so much? He says it's a jam. He says it's truly, like, a, such a good song. He was walking around my kitchen because they're here visiting, he's walking around the kitchen going, Fancy Land, Date Night, Whipped Cream. I'm like, what are you doing, Dad? Do you think... Because it's everywhere. Maybe. He's just heard it more. Maybe. Commercials. Catchy. Yeah. He loves it, though. What is you guys' jam right now? If I had to go to you and you did assign a song, what would it be, Amy? Right now, I'll go with I Was On A Boat That Day. Old Dominion? Yeah. I like that song. Hey, hey. It's Good. probably my least favorite Old Dominion like radio song though. <laughs> That's my favorite part. I always like them because their songs are deep, have pretty good, like well written have you, have you texture. I just feel like that one's just a fun song. Like it's doing what they meant for it to do, just to be a fun song. But not my favorite Old Dominion. Song. Have you listened to the words? Yeah, it's pretty deep. <laughs> Eddie, what's your jam right now? Well, mine just because it's hitting right now in my life. My boy LV Shane. It's just relevant to what's happening in my life right now with my adoption. When he was playing in here, did, did you cry? Yes. You did? Yes, absolutely. I think we all were feeling something. I mean, I cried. I looked around the room and everyone was kind of like feeling it. I didn't cry. I just felt it because he was really good. Oh. Maybe you just really were enjoying the song. I think I was just doing my job here, for, yeah. you know, having to compartmentalize. But that's interesting because, again, you have now adopted those two kids. They're your two sons now. 
And so that is a song that would hit you right in the, right in the gut. I mean, when you hear words like that and you're going through it, you're just like, this is perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, this song is just perfect right now in my life. Morgan, what's your jam right now? It's Zach Brown Band's Same Boat. It gives me chicken fried vibes, but like now. Like, like after the sequel? The pa- yeah, and it's like after the pandemic and everybody needs to remember to be kind to one another. Ray, can you play the song from the very beginning? Because it does, when it comes on, yeah. I think it's chicken fried. Because it's that same. <laughs> but it is good. Yeah, same boat, Zach Brown Band. Let me know when you get that up, Ray. We'll come back to it. Uh, mine, and I just went, what's my favorite song on the radio right now? And it's not a number one yet. But when I hear it, it's that Kelsey Ballerini, Kenny Chesney song, Half of My Hometown. Half of my hometown, still hanging around, still talking about that one touchdown. They're still wearing red and black, go about cats while the other half of my hometown, they all got out somewhere. Well, I'm from a really small town, and I think a lot of people that hear this song from a really small town kind of feel that same thing. Like, you go back, and heck, at mine, it's, mo- it's most most of my hometown. <laughs> still there. <laughs> yeah, still. But uh, that's just a really good song. And so I, I definitely think that'll be a number one eventually, but that's that's it for me. Do you have it, Ray? Yeah. Here, here's the front part of Same, same boat. boat from Zach Brown. <laughs> You know I like my chicken fries. Cold beer on a Friday night. <laughs> That's funny. It really does. Play that one more time, Ray. Because it, when it comes on, I hear that. <laughs> Starting right here. Know that I'm a chicken fry. We're all yeah. in the same boat. Fishing in the same hole. Wear the same time. We're going to play Walker Hayes in a second. Oh, I'll tell my dad. Call him real quick. Okay, Call Dad, him like listen. 20 seconds. By the way, you want to do your five more rolls? Yes, let's go. Okay, these are the last get, five oh, rolls. Pull my numbers up real quick. I owe Eddie 50 bucks right now. I have a 100-sided dice. I roll it, and if Eddie picks the number that it comes up, he loses the bet, and he has to shave off his eyebrows. But if he doesn't, he gets $2. Ready? Yeah. Ready. If we say the same number, mm. you lose the bet and we shave off both your eyebrows here on the show. Don't be thinking good bit here, all right? We're playing honestly. I have the number up. I know, but you and Mike D. Little One, scammers two, over there. three. 99. Mm. Four more. Hold on. We get a new number. Oh, oh man, man, man. Ready? One, two, three. 23. 42. What, what were y'all? 2342. Okay. Some numbers come up, and I just know he's not going to say the number. Because really? It's so random. Like know? right now? Yeah. One, two, three. Seven. 95. <sighs> two more. Dang, dude. Two more. This is crazy. Okay. Got it. Yeah! Is yours below or above 50? I'm not telling you that. One... <laughs> Two, three, 32. 37. Okay. <sighs> One more. And Y'all haven't get... been close at all None. this round. He's just taking my money at this point. I'm just, I'm looking at a, a number, a grid of numbers and just picking one. Last one. Hold on. Okay, come on, don't fail me. Don't fail me, last one. One, two, three. 57. 59. Oh! oh! That, that was, was close. close. That was Golly. crazy. I mean. 
that was two away, which has been the closest I've been, right? Yeah. Okay, oh, so wow. two away. Here's what's up. I owe, you, I owe you $60. Oh, my goodness. And Scuba Steve has to match it. That, wow, you have yes. $120? Just like that, Amy. Do you want to cash out? I do want to cash out, Bones. Thank you so much for letting me play the squid game. Mm-hmm. I love it. Amy, you're next. No, I'm not losing eyebrows. Sorry, not happening. Scuba Steve, you lost 60 bucks. I know. It was worth it, though. It was, it was a fun little bit we did the last few days. So. Yeah, that was good. I appreciate you playing, Eddie, and not uh, okay, listening out. Okay, I'll Venmo you the 60 bucks right now. Thanks, man. Wow. Who's playing next? I mean, listen, there's an extra 40 because I have a $100 bill. I'll go 40, 1 through 10. You? 40 bucks if we just go 1 through 10. <laughs> <laughs> one roll? But Scuba's not going to match this one, but it's one, one roll. One roll. I'll write it down. And you're playing with me? You get a straight $100 cash from me. Uh, one or, through 10. Or I shave, shave my eyebrows. eyebrows. One through 10, for, but for 40 bucks. Mike, do what I do. <laughs> says, I think you should do it. <laughs> ah! No, no, I can't be greedy. 40 bucks. I one can't through, be greedy. It's a one in 10 shot. Dude, I've been on a, on a winning streak. I don't want to ruin okay, that. Okay, just for fun. Okay, ready? One, two, three, Seven. two. Seven. Mm. That would have been 100 bucks. Wow. Would you have done but, it, Amy? No, but... Should have, could have, would have. He has $120 now, and he has his eyebrows. You know, we have boneheads where it's like bank, people rob a bank, and then they go back for more, and you're always like, why didn't they stop exactly. there? Why do they go okay. back for more? $200. Stop it. One, stop it. $200, one through five. Oh, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. No. I would say, I mean, but the odds of you Hey, $500, on one through one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's a voicemail from Jose in Kansas City. Hey, Bobby. I just wanted to say something. Um, I want to say thank you. I often have trouble sleeping, and I know that if I turn on your show, I can just relax and listen, and the sound of the human voices just relax me. Please don't take this the wrong way, but it is really nice to have a safe thing to listen to when I can't sleep, and uh, you'll have a phenomenal day. Thank you. I take it the wrong way. Yeah, just so we, you guys we know. We're so boring that we put him to sleep. <laughs> yeah. I'm taking it exactly the wrong way, Jose. <laughs> Thank you for the call. Here's one more. Good morning, studio. I just want to say I'm so happy for Eddie and his family. And I remember him saying that he would think about getting a tattoo once his sons were officially adopted. So just wonder what his thoughts are on that now. Love you guys. Yeah, Eddie. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about that. And to clarify that you said if, if there was a tattoo that I could get, because I said I couldn't really think of something I'd want to put on my body forever. And you said, oh, how about this? And I said, let me think about that. Did you think? And I really haven't really thought about that. Don't want to? I mean, just the tattoo thing never crossed my mind. That would be one that I would get. I'm not there right now. You could put all of your son's name across your back. Mm-hmm. Ooh, English, old English letters. Shoulder, shoulder blade all the way yes. across. Yes. Leave some more because you Let never me know think who about else, what other kids are going to get. Maybe I get my car over a sunset, too, in the back. See, now you're going too far. You're making <laughs> jokes about it. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So heads up, there's a pumpkin shortage. And prices are going to be going up. So I'm telling you now, if you want pumpkin pie or pumpkin this or pumpkin that come Thanksgiving, you oh, need no, to I get... no, I want pumpkin this and pumpkin that. Yeah, oh. the, it's not going to really affect Halloween. <laughs> you should be fine for pumpkins right now. But oh, stock for up for the holidays, even Christmas, because the, it's going to impact the availability of it. Canned pumping, pumpkin for sure. So, I mean, shop now, thank me later. We have a whole pumpkin display at our house because we went to the pumpkin... It's not really a store. It's like an outdoor market. Oh. A yeah. few blocks from where we live. A pumpkin patch? 
No, it's not a patch at all. They just have them all. They've like gathered them and they've they've built a pile of them at a church and you go and you buy them. Oh, I thought that was still called a pumpkin patch. Is it not? <laughs> oh, okay. At the pumpkin store. Okay. <laughs> and so, but we have a ton of pumpkins. So I'm selling it for five times value oh. now. <laughs> if, anybody need, yeah, if anyone needs one, let me know. I'll be selling it for a little more than we bought it for. All right, I, what else? Well, experts are blaming the shortage on a fungus and poor weather conditions. Well, they'd be stuck in crates like everything else when you try to order something. What else? Okay, so when you're at the store buying the pumpkin, I have what people in retail or any clerk that has to check people out, they say are the most annoying Things to hear out of a customer's mouth. So this is just period, not pumpkin related. Yeah, but like when you're you at the store. You just try to segue with the pumpkin. So I was trying. Okay. I was trying, but you could be buying anything. But when they're trying to scan something and it's not scanning and then the customer says, oh, oh is it, free? it must be free. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I says that? Well, I used to scan. <laughs> yeah, I used to work at Hobby Lobby and I would beep. Oh, it must be free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, they guys. say yeah. that is so annoying. Uh, when customers drift off daydreaming and end up standing there staring aimlessly while when it becomes their turn to check out and then it slows the whole process down when customers dump like two weeks worth of food out on the conveyor belt thing and then say gosh i really just came for one thing i'm like that's me <laughs> i do that when i'm at target i would think you would do that losing your you know like staring off facing out but i i do that too i but i also i pull things out of i since i literally am going in for one or two things i don't get a basket i don't get a cart and then i end up getting so many things that I have to stick stuff in my tote and in my purse and then then I unload it out of my bag. And then sometimes I'm like, oh, whoops, here's ketchup. I need that. Out of your purse? Yeah, and then it's a problem. you ever accidentally shoplift? I have accidentally almost walked out with something, yes, but I paid for it. Have you ever accidentally shoplifted? Uh, Yes, but I took it back. (laughs) Like the other day I had a cart though and chicken was at the bottom rack and I forgot it and Stashir and I got all the way to the car and we unloaded and then I saw all this chicken down there and I was like, ugh. So I had to walk back into the store and That's your bottom it. rack, your purse. Have you ever stolen anything in your purse? Yes, but I go back. <laughs> okay, the all answer right. is yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. What else? Um, uh, the last one is not looking at the price when you're picking something up and then taking it to buy it. And then someone tells you how much it is, and you act shocked. And it's like, it's right there on well, the sometimes shelf. Sometimes you are shocked, though. There are times that happens to me, especially at the airport. They're like, do you know it's $4.99 for this one stick of gum? And I'm like, it is? <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't want that then. Mm-hmm. So I have a clip uh, of Luke Bryan's wife, Caroline Bryan, talking about how, you know, if, if fans are swooning over her husband, that's fine. Here she is from Uncut with Jay Cutler. It comes with the territory. I knew that girls, you know, like... Don't touch, don't grab. I've done this to a girl a couple of times from stage. As long as they're respectful, then whatever. So there you go. Be respectful with Luke Bryan. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Louis Medina was driving in his car with his daughter. He's from Chicago, and he sees a car stuck on the railroad tracks. The back tires were spinning, so he goes up, and he sees a 72-year-old man in there, and he's having an emergency, uh, emergency. so something's wrong with him. So he calls 911 says, help, there's someone stuck on the tracks. He's not good. We need help right away. So he gets him out of the car, but as he's getting out of the car, he sees another a train coming. So within seconds, he grabs the guy out of the car and the train just smashes the car into pieces. And here's audio of the daughter talking about how awesome her dad is. I love my dad and I know that he would help anyone in need, no matter if that cost him his life. I saw a clip on TikTok where 
These guys were walking kind of over a cliff. Like they looked down onto some railroad tracks. And one of the guys, the kids, probably 22, sees a dog that was tied to the railroad track. Someone wanted to get rid of their dog. And so how to do that is you put it on the railroad mm. track and a train hits it and kills it, right? It's terrible. And so the guy's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So, but you do see the train in the TikTok clip from far away. And his buddies are like, don't, you're going to get hit by the train. He goes down and unties it. The train's coming. Takes the dog and falls off the railroad tracks right before the train hits them both. Oh, my gosh. Wild. Mike, you see that, see that one? Usually Mike and I see every same TikTok. Yeah, you And I'll do. be like, Mike, you see that one? He's like, yeah, I saw that one. <laughs> Y'all are on the same feed. Amy, it was... Thing. The, the heroism it took for this kid to run down the cliff, untie the dog. He didn't have scissors to cut the rope. He untied the dog, train coming the whole time, never gave up on the dog, and fell off to the side of the track as the train went right over. Yeah, no, I'm picturing it. It's crazy. Just, and also, the people that tied that dog up. We need to find them. Let's just not let's not tie all of them up. Let's just tie their arm up over it. Mm-hmm. Ooh, hey, wow. Old, that's old school. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. You go old school for a day. <laughs> it, instead of the purge, the whole day is old school. Yeah. You know, back you know the movie The Purge, where everybody can kill everybody yes. they want for twenty four yes. hours. It's you can't do that, but it's it's old school. If you commit a crime, it's eye for an eye, like mm. biblical. Wow. We call it biblical Wednesday. Instead of uh, the town square, it's streamed live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on TikTok, oh. it's biblical Wednesday here oh. in America. Yeah, you went hard. Sounds... Yeah, needed to. Is, wasn't this a tell me something good? It was. I don't but feel the, it like that. No, it is because he saved the dude from the, the dog from the yeah. railroad. This is a double but, tell me. Yeah, something but now good. you want to go old school. Biblical so. Wednesday. <laughs> Heck, once a week. We don't even do it once a year. All right, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. On everything, Hulu, Peacock, it's all scary movies. And so all the front pages. And Mike D loves scary movies. Mike D's our head writer here on the show. What did you watch? I watched Halloween Kills, which is the new Michael Myers movie. Is Jamie Lee Curtis in that one? She's in it. Is she older now? Yeah. Are they trying to kill Michael Myers? Basically, yes. But isn't that every one of them? Every single movie. Does he ever die? That's a spoiler. That's a spoiler. Let's not answer that question. I don't know if it's a spoiler or not. I don't know if he dies every episode <laughs> and then comes back to life. What would you think about it? I think it's the most boring Halloween movie I've ever seen. And Halloween, the original oh. one, is my favorite one. It's good. But this one just wasn't any good. They tried to go for, like, really brutal violence, really, like, intense, like, killing scenes. But overall, the movie was pretty boring. You know that mask that Michael Myers wears? That's actually a William Shatner mask. Yeah, really? They bought it at a prop store for like two bucks and then opened up the eye holes a little bit, painted it white. So think about that mask. Can you all envision yes. mm-hmm. Yeah. That's William Shatner, the Star Trek guy. It's a mask, like a Halloween mask of being him. That's oh. funny. Isn't that crazy? What did you watch? Old. I don't know what that is. It's a scary, it's a scary movie. M. Night Shyamalan. And my daughter has been wanting to watch it ever since it was in theaters. And now I guess you can finally rent it at home. So we rented it. 50% positive on Rotten Tomatoes. But what's the premise? <laughs> well, they go to this island. They think they're on vacation. And the hotel's like, oh, you got to go check out this island. They go there and they all start aging. Like in a day. They start wow, aging. Wow, that's and they crazy. Get really that's a cool old. concept. That's yeah. scary. So all these things start happening to them. I don't want to give away. I, I was... The ending was impressive to me because my brain never went there. So it was, easy. I'm not giving anything away. <laughs> but even saying the ending at all is, is tricky. Ah. Have you seen it, Mike? I haven't. Okay. Okay. Oh, wow. I'm shocked, Mike. So I will say, for me personally, though, Rotten Tomatoes probably spot on <laughs> 2.53 stars out of five. But my daughter gives it like over three stars. So the M. Night Shyamalan movies always have a twist, or mm-hmm. for the most part, you know, signs. 
The Sixth Sense, Lady in the Water. The Village. The, oh, The Village. Wow, that one knocked my socks off at the end. But yeah. all of his movies do that. Okay, well then there you go. I'm not giving anything away. No, no, no. The end. You didn't, but you often do. So I we're know. just protecting That's, you. Thank you for looking out for me. Mm-hmm. But I would say if if you like, my daughter just likes scary movies, so that's probably why I rated it lower than her. But it wasn't horrible. When you guys finished watching The Sixth Sense, was your mind blown? Oh, yeah. yeah. Everyone's mind was blown, right? Was yours? Yeah. yeah. Morgan, did you ever watch Sixth Sense? I don't think so. I don't like horror movies. I don't know that that's a horror movie. No. It's scary, Suspense. but not horror, maybe. Yeah, there's I, no monsters trying to kill people, right? No. Success was good. I toe the line on thriller movies, too. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm not good about watching them. That's the kind of movie that could maybe freak you out. Man, The Village. Anybody else watch that? I don't know that I, I saw that. that. That's a good one. Man. What that, was that about? Um, it? It's, uh, I would compare them to, uh, what do you call the people that, like, don't have electricity? Amish. 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 They're like living in an Amish village, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you kind of follow their story. Oh, I'll have to check it out. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. Anybody else have a scary movie <laughs> they want to review? Everybody good? All right. Let's go over to Amy and get in the corny. The morning corny. Who was the best dancer at the Halloween party? Who was the best dancer at the Halloween party? The boogeyman. <laughs> That was the morning corny. Hey, just to recap, Amy, you gave old how many stars? Two and a half. That's a really cool premise, though. Like you go somewhere and all of a sudden you start getting older. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Mike D, and you give Halloween two out of five pumpkins. Two out of five pumpkins. Okay. I think Amy went stars. How old school? (laughs) Oh, sorry. Um, I give it 2.5 old people. (laughs) what is this app that your daughter has so it's a bullying app called stop it and the school has it so that kids can report bully situations anonymously how cool is that that's awesome like if somebody's getting picked on you can just go it's me or i'm watching it happen and then nobody knows i mean that's technology being used in a wonderful way yep yeah, and I, the more research I was doing on it, like a lot of schools can use it, but workplaces can use it too. If you have workplace bullying happening, you can anonymously report it. When you report something to HR, that's anonymous though, huh? Mm-hmm. It, they say it is. Do we even have HR here anymore? Yeah. yeah. I don't know where they are. We do. Well, nobody comes in since COVID, so I don't know where anybody is anymore. Yeah, they're out there. I'm not even sure we're on the air anymore. Virtually. Honestly, <laughs> I don't, we could just be talking to each other in this room. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know how radio works. If I can, <laughs> if I can just take it a step further, I don't even know. I know how, I'm blown away by it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how it works. They just tell you to talk on that thing, right? And I just believe people can hear me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Other than that, I got nothing. About half of adult kids, they say adult kids meaning 25 to 41. So the adult children of older adults, not kid kids, but still get money from their parents. Wow. Ooh, yeah. Rent, insurance, groceries helping with vacations, but almost half, like over 40%. So let's just have a little honest talk here. How many of you adults get anything from your parents at all? Eddie? Zero. None. None. I mean, I still have my parents' car that they gave me like 10 years ago, but that, that I don't pay on it. We, I paid it off. I paid the rest of it off, and they give me no money. When did you stop getting money from them? Five years ago. <laughs> I'm 42 years old. <laughs> With four children. Yes. But, like, what did that money look like? Wait, like, what, a monthly? What, for what, though? It's just little things here and there, like, hey, here, we need help this month for this. And they'd say, here, here's, uh, you know, $1,000, $2,000 to help you out. Wow. Yeah. 
Huh. And that's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh, and and then my um my wife's dad, he would uh, he helped us get a new credit card to pay off some of our debt. So, yes. We've we've had help. Amy? No. At what age did it stop for you? Probably, I remember at my wedding, I gave my dad my gas card back. That was the only, by the time I got married at 25, I had been on my own and paying everything on myself except for gas. And then that was my wedding gift back to him. You gave your dad a wedding gift of him not having to buy your gas anymore. <laughs> yeah, or something, yeah. I don't know. I just remember putting it, he was married at the time to my my stepmom that I had had for like 20 years or something. And I think I more so, it was more of a gift to her. I think she was like, thank God, finally. <laughs> We're stopping. That'd have been something. pretty cool to have a gas card, though, as an adult. Yeah. I mean, it was. It was just like that extra. I didn't always use it, but it was just something that I had. But then I felt like, okay, I'm married now. Like, I need to hand this over. We need to just cut all ties. And so, no, I hadn't had any help from my dad. Morgan? Um, Still anything coming in? Yeah, my parents help. I'm on their car insurance. We're all under, like, an umbrella policy together. And then my phone. But besides that, everything else is me. And they'll try to pay for other things, but I don't let them. That's semi-significant, though. Your phone bill, which is, mm-hmm. I'm going to imagine, 150 bucks a month. So it's a little bit lower because, again, all on this, like, gr- family plan. You're saving them money. We get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you yeah, know yeah. what? You're, good for you <laughs> yeah, for really yeah. saving them money. So nice of you. Yeah. So your insurance and your cell phone. Yeah. I try to not be resentful about this anymore. As you can hear from me, I have a very positive attitude, and I laugh it with it. Because it stopped for me at about 14. Yeah. But it was a different situation, and I have grown through the years to go, I shouldn't look at people who got help as my enemies, but look at them as something I wish I would have gotten. And I think me approaching it, look at me laughing, have a cut. Yeah, you're smiling. Look at me, I'm cutting. I'm like, look at you guys, you get your stuff paid for. That's (laughs) awesome. I feel like if we talk about it for too long, he's start getting mad again. I know, I know. No, not mad. But I also (laughs) think, as I try to pivot into this adult life that I now live. I'm now married. Eventually, we will have kids. My kids aren't going to have the same struggles that I had in that way. They may have others. Right. But they're not going to be, you know, only getting two out of three meals a day, which I did. We didn't always get to eat. But they'll have other things. But my kids will will be lucky in that way. It'll be the opposite for them. They're going to have nine meals a day. I'm going to force them. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's exactly, <laughs> I'm going to make them have everything I didn't have. And so, but look at me, like how, like how, yeah, man, look at me, I'm so healthy up. of you. Positive. Ray, what about you? Still getting anything for your parents? Yeah, parents are still rocking that phone bill, and then every couple of years they buy me a new phone for a thousand. They pay your phone bill? Yeah. The phone, buying a phone's a gift. I don't feel like that's your parents, like, consistently give, that's, that's a nice gift from your parents. It is, it's cool. Yeah. And good for you guys. <laughs> we should go to break. <laughs> <laughs> Before I start crying. No, that's good. That's good. Morgan, do you ever feel like you're going to break it off and be like, hey, I would like to pay for this myself? Yes, and I have tried to, but... No, no. no. I, I you genuinely can do it. have. You can do it. No, my, my parents, like, they were a lot like you in growing up and that they want to give everything to us now because they didn't have that, so... That turn, they're like, no, like we're doing this, and they'll do it behind my back, and I'll be like, okay, we have to like. But you can still, if you wanted to, as an adult, I'm working on it. I wouldn't if I were you. No, no, I wouldn't. I would be like, you want to do it, do it. But you could if you really wanted to. Yes, and we're in that process. It's just a slow because it it, too, like them being far away from me. That's kind of their way of like showing, like they're still right here. They're still taking care of. Still monitoring who you're talking to. (laughs) (laughs) Still watching your cell phone. Identify the name missing from the famous country song. If I were to say Jake Owen Barefoot Blue Jean Knight, 
and the lyrics are, Cadillac, horns on the hood, my buddy blank had his dad hook him up good. Yeah. Right, so you're trying to hit that name here. Cadillac, horns on the hood, my buddy had his dad hook him up good. Girls smile when we roll by. All right, what is that? Frankie. 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 Right. And you, you get a point. Frankie yeah. had his dad hook him up good. Girls smile. We oh, Frankie. <laughs> I never had a friend named Frankie. <laughs> Me either. Yeah, ever. I never had a fr- friend named Frank. Okay, ready? We'll do five of these. All you guys can play. All right. Amy, Eddie, Morgan. Tim McGraw and Johnny said, take Jimmy Johnson, take Tommy Thompson, take my best friend, blank. Take Jimmy Johnson. Take Tommy Thompson, take my best friend, take anybody. Amy? Bo. Bo. Uh, Eddie? Take my best friend, Bo. Bo. Got it. Morgan? Mo. Mo. (laughs) Take my best friend, Bo. Bo. But I often thought it was Mo as well. Really? Yeah, significant part of my life. I thought he has a friend named Mo. That's cool. Oh, wow. First name that came to my head was Joe. Yeah. Uh, next one, Dirks Bentley. What was I thinking? Blank was a beauty from South Alabama. Oh. Her daddy had a heart like a nine-pound hammer. Was a beauty from South Alabama. Her daddy had a heart like a nine-pound hammer. Think he even did a little time. And let's respect what? the fact that he made Alabama and Hama rhyme. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's talent. Do you want to hear it one more time? Yeah. Was a beauty from South Alabama. Her daddy had a heart like a nine-pound hammer. Think Who's the beep there? Hey, beep, man, that's your dude. Come on. Beep was a beauty from South Alabama. Her what daddy did, had a. Oh, what? What? What did he make rhyme with Alabama? You said hammer. Hammer. <laughs> hammer. Oh, I didn't know if her name had to rhyme with Alabama. No, blank was a beauty from South Alabama. I honestly don't. Amy. Katie. Eddie. Becky. Oh. <laughs> Becky was a beauty Becky, yeah. Yeah. Alabama. Her daddy had Becky. a heart like a nine-pound okay. David Lee Murphy, Santa. dust on the bottle. All right. <laughs> Creole blank lived down a dirt road, made homemade wine like nobody I know. Creole lived down a dirt road. If you missed this, you're off the show. Ooh. <laughs> Amy? Williams. 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 All right, let's go back into the 90s. Joe Diffie, John Deere Green. In John Deere Green on a hot summer night, he wrote, Blank, Love Charlene. In John Deere Green, on a hot summer night, he wrote, Love Charlene. <laughs> okay. This one's one of those two where if you miss it, you should probably be taken off the show. Oh, this is not good for me. <laughs> he wrote blank, love Charlene. Morgan is struggling right now, so I'm going to go to her first. Morgan, what do you think it is? I know it's wrong, so please don't hate me. Johnny? He wrote Johnny, love Charlene. <laughs> you two know it for sure. Yes, yeah. for sure. What is it? Billy, Billy Bob. Bob. Yeah. He wrote Billy Bob, love Charlene. Morgan, that one hurts. I she know. Out? Is it she hurts out? Me. Yeah, she's out. Not only of this game, of the show. <laughs> one more. Here you go. Rosanna's down in Texarkana. Wanted me to push her broom. Sweet blank in Abilene. She forgot it hung the moon. That's all my exes live in Texas from George Strait. Rosanna's down in Texarkana. Wanted me to push her broom. Sweet 
Yeah, in. In. Eddie? Uh, that's Sweet Eileen. Eileen. Good job, guys. Sweet Eileen. Abilene. She forgot I hung the moon. And now Allison's I listens in Galveston. Galveston. The next one is Sudden Death. Okay. Oh. Just yell the name out when you know it. We've got a girl. Eddie. Named Eddie. Sheila. We've got a girl. Oh. Named Sheila. Yeah. Come on, Amy! Let's roll the other two. The next one, George Strait, check yes or no. It started way back in third grade. I used to sit beside Amy Lou Hayes. Amy Lou Hayes. Dang, Amy jumped in on Eddie's celebration. Wow, Amy. Oh, That's I thought okay. it was both of us. We both Sorry, knew it. I'll okay. stop. Fuck it. I'll stop. I, I didn't know. I thought it was just for fun. There's only one left. You guys can both play this. Okay. Okay, okay go ahead. Look at this photograph. Oh. Amy, take it. Every time I do, it makes me laugh. Oh, wait, wait. wait. Huh, is it Johnny? Joey? You say Joey. What the blank is on Johnny. Joey's head? You say Johnny's head? Yeah. And what the hell is on Joey's head? <laughs> yes! So what was on his head? I don't know, frog. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So this couple, Ron and Jennifer, I mean, they went above and beyond for their local hospital. They started to look around and realize like, hey, at the beginning of the pandemic, it seemed like everyone was showing the healthcare workers a lot of love and support. And that's kind of died off. So they decided they wanted to get together. They found out how many employees worked at the hospital, 322. So they dropped off a box full of 322 cards full of $50 gift cards to oh, local wow. restaurants. So this type of gift is a win-win even for the local community because they were able to treat the healthcare workers but also support local restaurants at the same time. All in all, they spent $16,000. Well, you turned it up there. When it was just the cards, I was like, oh, isn't that nice? But really, I was like, you know, good gesture. But a gift card in the card? <laughs> Double mm-hmm. nice. That's awesome. No, yeah, that can be used. A uh, Good story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. All right, what's happening, guys? Call us if you'd like. We'd love to hear from you. 877-77-BOBBY. 877-77-BOBBY. That's our phone number. Let's do the news. Bobby's Big Stories. A Canadian man who won a lottery jackpot of more than $16 million forgot the ticket in his wallet for nearly two months. Hmm. I wonder how many times he almost lost his wallet. Oh, yeah. Aside from this. He's that kind of person? Well, no, I don't even know that. I mean, even me, I go, well, I can't find my wallet. And I usually know right where my wallet is, but I put a chip inside of it to track it, one of those Apple trackers. Yep. But I mean, in the normal span of two months, you probably misplace your wallet a few times. Oh, me for sure. I've left it places, (laughs) like gotten lucky, gotten it back. Or just you just leave it somewhere for Mm -hmm. a second. Yeah. And inside of it, there was a $16 million lottery ticket. Jerry Knott said he bought the ticket August 24th, put it in his wallet, forgot about it. He was nearly two months later visiting in Winnipeg for his daughter's wedding and said, I should probably get this scanned. And I'm telling you, if I had a ticket in my wallet and it was two months old, I would never scan it. I would just go, well, it's probably not even a winner anyway. Let me just throw it in the garbage. Yep. Let this serve as a reminder to look for any lottery tickets you need to have scanned. Brian Laundrie's possible sighting in Florida. Here's the thing. Every bald guy with a beard is not Brian Laundrie. Yeah. But 
I guess we have to turn them all in at this point. Matter of fact, I just called the FBI on Scuba Steve, just in case. <laughs> just in case. I just want to make sure that... Uh, but TMZ was told there are several acres of rural land behind the guy's property, which apparently where the footage was taken, along what they're told was a rugged sugar sand path that nobody goes down. They see this guy. Weirdly enough, the guy's cruising down a trail on a bicycle, and he's struggling on the bike in the video. He's riding with an oversized backpack on, heavy clothing, and in the eyes of the homeowner, was trying to lay low. All this is from TMZ, and I'm watching the video here. It's basically a dirt road. I don't know what this sugar path thing means. I just know what a dirt road is. And the guy sucks at riding a bike. <laughs> well, so do we know that about him? Can we I don't find know. out? We should look at some old tape. <laughs> TMZ told police the video was submitted to the FBI for review as wow. the property owner felt it was enough to flag it. Do I think it's him? No, but I do think you have to turn everything in because what are the, in that one situation that you don't turn it in, it is him. Yeah, yep. you never know. I just think the guy's not going to have a beard anymore. Hmm. If I'm him, I've trimmed the beard and I'm keeping some clippers close by. Totally. Because people are looking for a bald dude with a beard. That's always, he's as generic of a white guy as there is, but bald guy with a beard. So what do you do? You shave your beard, you glue it to your head. <laughs> Problem. <laughs> Reverse Problem, Problem solved. Problem solved in, in yes. both ways. Good idea. Kanye has officially changed his name to Ye. So it's just Y-E now. Yeah. Pronounced Ye as in Kanye. After a name change request is approved by an L.A. judge. He's now also walking around New York in like this, but they call it a Caucasian mask. It's just a creepy, it almost looks like a Michael Myers mask. Oh. But oh. like of a dopey white dude. And he's just chilling in it. He got at the airport, which I was surprised he like flew into, you know, LaGuardia or, or, or JFK. Yeah, he flew into JFK with it. Interesting. And then he was having lunch with someone in New York wearing the mask. Okay. Weird. Kanye's a weird guy anyway. Yeah. Classic I- yay. But it takes weird people <laughs> to make weird things. It takes people that see the world differently to make music or create art that is different for the world. I will say that his David Litter, David Letterman sit down was such, it was very interesting. And you, you view him differently. Yes. Yeah. I guess maybe people just associate Letterman now with that. Letterman to me was a hero of mine. So that I, I associate him with the talk show forever my yeah. whole life. But maybe people just think of him now as that the Netflix. Well, host. I called it the sit down, not the I don't know. So yeah, they'll, it's like a long form interview. Well, he was sitting in the other show too. <laughs> but yeah, Kanye has changed his name to Ye. And then finally, a Colorado Uber driver was stabbed by a group of five male Colorado teens early Monday morning. The unidentified adult male driver was stabbed after he said, "Hey guys, you won't all be able to fit in this car." Mm. He was later taken to a hospital and is expected to survive his injuries. The incident remains under investigation. No arrests have been made yet. They escaped. That's terrible. But they got in, got upset, and they were like, oh, yeah, stab, stab, stab. I mean, I guess if they ordered the Uber, the good thing is that if they don't have them, they should be able to find them because their record of ordering the Ubers on there. Unless the guys are all bald with a beard, they'll never find them there. (laughs) Because apparently he's run free. I think Brian Laundrie's dead. How are we not finding him? I think he's dead. Either dead or just out of the country, like long gone. Dead right. or Mexico. So dead to me. Yeah. Or Canada? <laughs> is that an option? Nah, Canada's too good. They'd find him and turn him they over. They'd turn him in. Oh. Yeah, Canada, they're our friends. Mexico's like... Mexico's oh. like, eh, they look the other way. They'd do anything for 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> anything. Dang. 
Was it dangerous driving into Mexico? Like Mexico, Mexico? Oh, yeah. As a kid? Yeah. Not as a kid, though. As a kid? As a kid, we like, did it. Like, I would go with no, my No, 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 but time. like your parents. Mike, like you guys would drive to Mexico City, right? Yeah, we would drive way down into Mexico, and we would always make sure to drive during the day because you don't want to be in the road at night. Yeah. Because? People will pull you over and try to rob you. My uncle's been robbed before. And that is just known? Like it's just if you're known. In Me- it's like, yeah, sun's going down. We should probably... Especially if they see your plates, see you're from... You know, United States, they'll pull you over. And how long was that Mexico City trip from the border? From the border, it's eight hours. Woo! It's a long way. Straight down into Mexico, huh? Yeah. I mean, that's different than going to, like, a bar across the border. Yeah, that's... Yes. I, I, I only hung out at the border. Yeah, that's... Mike D's, like, but real Mexico City stuff. We did just, both. I drove I drove one time, me and another dude, to Mexico City, and, like, they aren't the safest roads. They're all rough and crazy. Like, they don't care about anything over there. And every, like, what, Mike D, like, every 30 miles, there's a checkpoint with, a, with dudes with machine guns. Yeah. Crazy. 30 miles, a checkpoint for what? Where are you going? Just for whatever. I mean, really, I think it's their it's their chance to say, like, all right, what do you have illegal? And if you can't give me 100 bucks, I'll arrest you. Oh. Like that. That happens a lot? Yes. If you get pulled over by a cop, can you buy your way out of it? Oh, yeah. My dad's done that. <laughs> well, that part sounds cool. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't sound cool. No, man, it's scary. Yeah, that's scary. Okay, that's the news. Thank you. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. We'll give you one more update on Abby and the fireman. There are a few. We're going to cram it into one segment coming up in a second. Without revealing too much. But I think, Abby, is it over? Uh, Yes, I would probably say so at this point. Why why (laughs) probably? probably. Sorry. (laughs) Why probably? Um, I've just been thinking on my own, like I tried to shut out everybody else at what they're saying and just go by what I know and what's happened for me. And I'm like, Ugh, why would you shut out what we're saying? Well, I- <laughs> we care about you. We've pointed yeah, out yeah. lots of things. No, I get it. But I'm trying to just go with myself, like be like, okay, go with what you think based on everything you guys have said. Like, so- I'm not saying cut out everything you said, but listen to what they're saying and then go with your gut. Did you guys text last night? No, nope. None. I just responded to that one text that he He sent. never hit you back? No. So, guess we're okay. Wait, you're, bro- hey, you're, bro- it, you're broken up? Yeah, we broke up. That way because, because he hadn't replied, because what if he replied? Would you have a different response? I don't think so. I don't think at this point there's really anything okay. that needs to be said, really. Well, we'll update you on a couple things next. A lot of listeners, though, have went through almost exact same situations. What? Really? We- we usually look into the mailbag for people who want to ask us questions on air for that segment that we do. Yeah. But we got so many going, this exact same thing happened to me. Dang. Even down to the fireman part in a couple of them. Really? Oh, my gosh. Maybe it's the same dude. Well, I'm sure no. <laughs> fireman's just an easy way to get women to be like, okay. <laughs> oh, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk to Carly in Florida who called, and would love to talk to Carly. All right, Carly, what's going on with you? Good morning, studio. Morning. So I just wanted to see if there was an update on the dad that Eddie connected with at his son's football practice, I think it was. Eddie met a guy. Yeah, another dad. And he was like, I think this this could be a long friendship. You got to understand, being a dad, it's hard finding another dad that you get along with. So when I met this guy, it was like dad love at first sight. And we told you to DM him. Yes, but I haven't. I don't know who he is. I've never. I haven't seen him again. We've had maybe three or four practices there. He didn't show up. 
You can't don't know track where he him is. by his kid. Maybe I haven't even seen his kid. I don't even know what I don't even know which one his kid is. Honestly. Okay. Describe. I'm gonna draw him. And then yeah. We'll, I'm gonna draw his face and we'll put him up on the website. He's a big guy, probably yeah. about I don't know six one, blonde hair. White guy, black guy. Ooh. White guy. White guy. Got uh, it. Tattoos. Got a tattoo oh. there. Got it. Okay. Uh, I think he had a wallet chain. Oh, got it. Got the wallet chain. Got it. Yeah. Okay, and here it is. I can show you guys <laughs> if you guys want to see on camera here. Let's see what you got. If you know this guy. Oh, let, wow. That looks just like him. Let is me it, know. Oh. This is the guy that Eddie's looking for. I see the wallet chain. Good job. See? Mm-hmm. Dang, dude. Yeah. Just I learned that from watching the crime shows. <laughs> First 48. So you haven't met him yet? No, I mean I met him. No, I hadn't seen. I haven't but you seen haven't him again. Met him. No. Would you mm-hmm. go up to him next time and say, "Hey, man, we should hang out"? Yeah, I might go up to him and be like, "Dude, where have you been for the last four weeks? Like, I haven't seen you." That would I be weird. Ooh, and, uh, you know, I don't know that you should too say. Strong, too I'm fast. looking everywhere for you. Yeah. Okay, probably shouldn't do that. Lay back a little bit. Take this picture I drew and post it on <laughs> telephone poles. Yeah. If you've seen this guy. And if I see him again, do I show him the picture? Say, yeah. "Is this you?" Hey, this is you, man. We've been trying everything <laughs> to find you. So he has not met up with them yet, Carly, but he's looking. Okay. Okay. Thanks for the update. I am a mom of a two and a four year old, and the struggle is the same for moms meeting moms. So I totally get your feelings. <laughs> she knows what's up. Thank you for the call. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Bye bye. Uh, Lunchbox has been on paternity leave for the last couple weeks. He won't be back until I think Tuesday of next week. But Eddie brought up an interesting question because Eddie has two new sons now. He's had two 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 foster sons, but now. You've adopted them. Yeah. So and they are your real sons. It's almost like having a baby, you know, like I've I've adopted two kids into my life officially. So do I get paternity leave? Is the question. I don't know the answer to that. Scuba Steve, with Eddie adopting two children that's lived with him for the past three years. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't need that part. Officially adopted. Yeah, but two you're kids. leaving out a crucial piece of the puzzle. Which is that what you just said. If you don't if you don't acknowledge that they've been living with you for Three years? <laughs> yeah. Like, there's no newness to your life. So maybe I should have asked for paternity leave when I first got them. Exactly. Mm. I don't I know. I'm asking Scuba Steve here, who basically well, is our HR as well. Go ahead. So I'm looking at a few different, I guess it's a state by state. Like, I know in California, they have all kinds of workers' rights. Tennessee, a little bit different. But I saw something here that says that in short, you can take paternity leave. I just don't know how long you can hey, take. Hey, now we're talking. Yeah, but is it, can it be retro? Like, oh, I just wouldn't. Again, I would, I would just avoid all that stuff. You guys are making a good point. Just say, I adopted two children. How much time can I take off to settle in? Right. But I'll be raising my hand going, no, no, no. He's had them for three years. <laughs> that is a crucial part to this show. And I think he's only trying to abuse the system. Yeah. So then he probably won't get it then. I think it has to be mutually agreed upon on all parties. Oh. Let, let me say this. Yeah. If you would like to take off for any reason whatsoever, I don't care what the reason is. You can. No, I know. If forever anyone on this show feels like they need a mental health day, take the day off. I give no craps. I truly do feel like if I needed the two weeks, you would be like, dude, take it. I get it. It's tough. Of course. But my thing is like Lunchbox being gone for three weeks. He's his third baby already. I'm like, I'm thinking... Man, if he gets to have all those weeks off, maybe I should try this. But I really don't. I, if you feel like you need time off for anything, take the time off. Thank you. I, I don't. believe that a healthier person for a shorter amount of time is better for us than an unhealthy person for a longer amount of time. Totally. I when I when I brought my kids home from Haiti, it was Christmas break, but I don't think I came back right away. You didn't. Mm-mm, I had several weeks where, or a few at least, till I came back to the show because. We were integrating, yeah, two new kids to our life. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Difference Eddie. is Eddie's had them for three years. Yeah. Right. I see that. That's you why. I, took two kids from another country and we're living every day. Eddie, by the way, you can have all the time off. I don't give a crap. No, I know. I know. Everyone yeah. can go. I'll do the show by myself. I'm fine. Ray, take a month. Everybody can have a month. 
Oh, wow. You get a month. You wow. get a month. <laughs> it's just you by yourself. It's just me and Scuba Steve <laughs> and Mike D sitting up here. Oh. Which, by the way, I'm organizing a dinner. Have you get, Did you guys get a t- call or text last night? Mm-hmm. Mike, Scuba, Ray? No. No. Nothing. Just I'm, them three? Yeah, just those three. Like, listen, they're the three that are doing the work here on this show. Okay. Everybody else is doing a good job, but they're the ones who you don't know that much about. Mike D, Scuba Steve, and Raymundo. And so last night, I was like, Let me put, I'm going to take you guys to the fancy steak dinner. Yeah! And we're going to do it up. Eddie now, V's. And, well, whatever yes. you want. Eddie V's. You can decide. You can, you, know, you can pick the most expensive place in town, Ray. I, don't, I do not give a crap. That's in Texas. Do we even You're have fly an Eddie Texas? Here. Oh, wait. Yeah. There's well, one I mean, fifth and B. Uh, it's <laughs> it's ju- a chain, but yeah. We haven't done that where I just take out the producers who are the, the literal vertebrae of this show and go, let's go. Let's do it. And it's not on the company. They don't know. And like, listen, they don't give us prizes to give away for giveaways here. So I, I think today I'll be reaching out. The problem with Ray is he goes to bed at like 1 p.m. No, I can do it for steak, man. You can? You yeah. can have a dinner at 6.30? Absolutely. On like a Wednesday night? It's no drinks, yep. <laughs> he can't have any drinks. But would you rather have it on a Friday where you could have drinks? Nah, I th- weeknight would be good for everybody here. I think the weekends people like to just check out for the whole weekend. Okay. Yeah, weekday would be cool. Then... You guys will be contacted later today, and then we'll set it up, and we will go. Hey, no limp. We're gonna be no limit soldiers, okay? You go. Hey, what do you want? You want? You want uh, uh, I want bourbon and steak, thirty sixth floor. I don't know what that means. That's the top of the hotel. Why do you keep saying restaurants? <laughs> oh, I thought you can say whatever restaurant you want, but I don't know if that's like a meal or a restaurant. Uh huh. Yeah, it's one of the best restaurants in town. Okay, if that's what you want. With the best view of the city. Okay. Yeah, true. It's not going to be romantic, Ray. I'm not... <laughs> Hold your hand. <laughs> Candlelight. But you can decide where we go. You, Mike, D, and Scuba can decide together where we go, and whatever it is, done. I will take care of it, okay? Preach. All right. Hey, but Mike, D doesn't eat steak. Like, they can we get him, like, expensive tofu? steaks. Okay. Mike, what do you do in that situation since you don't eat meat? Cauliflower Places steak? like that, you just have like a really nice vegetable plate. Yeah. <laughs> Is that an oxymoron? That's terrible. <laughs> Man. I'll what, find something. And what's an extremely nice vegetable? <laughs> like the way they prepare, like really nicely grilled oh, or yeah. just vegetables I don't normally eat. <laughs> Julianne or something? Yeah. But no seafood for you, huh? Nah. And you used to eat meat. I used to. But then when you decided to go on your... Health journey, weight loss journey. Yeah, I was training for a marathon and yeah. stopped eating meat. Let's not let it be forgotten that Mike D's lost over 100 pounds yeah. through work. You know, he didn't go and have surgery. He went, it's work. And so with that, he has maintained a healthy lifestyle of we'll go have dinner and he will literally just go, uh, what, what vegetables you got? No list. And he goes, I'll take those. Put them on a plate. And that's Crazy. what he has. Don't you sometimes just want like a burger? Lately, I've been thinking about it, but it doesn't really appeal to me anymore. Do it. Do <laughs> <No>. it. Okay. <laughs> anyway, guess we're going to do it. All right? Everybody? Yep. All right. Good. I feel like that's... Oh, paternity leave. Paternity leave. Eddie, whatever you need. You I don't can, need it. You can have it. I don't need it. I was just wondering. asking for a friend. Even if you're just tired one day. Oh. I'm a big believer in... I say, I'll say it one more time. Even if you guys are coming in less, I think you're giving me more when you're completely healthy than if you were here more not healthy. The only person who does not get that is me. I come in regardless. I'm the mailman. I show up rain or shine. Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. I have a bucket underneath here in case I get sick. Really? I, I do it like that. Oh. Yeah. That's right. Uh, so there's also something called paternity leave. And now people are starting to wonder if that's okay. Oh, Paul. Like P-A-W. Like a pet. Mm, like pet. Oh. 
A CEO has sparked a firestorm on LinkedIn after asking the public whether he should grant paternity leave to an employee who just purchased a puppy. <laughs> Here's what I'd say about this. I would hope that a company, because a company sometimes gives sick days, they give vacation days, depending on what, how and what you, where you work. Listen, I had jobs where you didn't get any of that because I was building seawalls or roofing houses, right? And with that, you don't, I, mean, I didn't even know what insurance was until I was in my 20s. So aside from those jobs, but if you work at a company that does give you insurance or personal days, I believe this fits in the personal day category. And you should take it if you ask someone who has had puppies. And if there's no one there to take a puppy, take one of your personal days. But what about when your dog dies? That's something too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't so, that fall under a bereavement? I don't I think it's different. If your dog dies, is that bereavement? Yeah. I don't know if a dog counts. Anytime you're grieving anything, that's bereavement. Well, then after Arkansas loses to Auburn, <laughs> yes. I need like three days off. This is bull crap. That's the same thing, man. I take days off for that, but not being <laughs> just deathly ill. So, paternity leave, yes or no? Amy. Uh, n- I mean, no, I think it's a personal day. Eddie? I'm with you, personal day, not paternity leave. No, get out. Unless you want to give one day a year and just put it there for the sake of having it. But you need to show me a picture of that puppy. But what about the people that don't have dogs? Like, what do they get? Big deal. I don't get, people don't get smoke breaks. They don't have smoke. Yeah. Those still exist. <laughs> I think. <laughs> smoke breaks. I have no idea. I don't even. <laughs> well, if they don't, I see people, they take them. Yeah. yeah. Eddie, if you need time, take it. Okay. Lunchbox will be back Tuesday. <laughs> Paul, turn it to leave. We're torn on. A couple things I saw on the internet last night. Uh, Ozark has given its season four premiere date. I love Ozark on yeah. Netflix. So good. Great, great show. Great show. Very violent show. And when people go, Squid Games is so violent. I'm like, have you seen Ozark? <laughs> I was thinking about, too, even we used to be obsessed with Walking Dead. Walking Dead. Uh, we're talking about Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. Mm-hmm. Yes, Squid Game is violent. But these other shows are as violent, just different. Yeah. But Ozark's coming back. Here you go. This is oh, the yeah. trailer. It's a 15-second trailer for Ozark hitting January 21st, 2022. Why do I have this feeling we both know that you'd be better off dead? Broken promises got consequences. Sometimes, if you don't move forward, you die. And the end of the last season was wild, and that's all I'm going to say. It's crazy. They, you know, the the story is they go up and they move to near Branson, the Ozarks, Mm -hmm. and they're now laundering money. Not really on purpose. They kind of got stuck in a situation where they're laundering money. And then holy moly. So go, season one's great. Catch up. The other thing I watched last night was Being the Ricardos, which is Lucille Ball. Oh. And Nicole Kidman is playing Lucy. Oh, that's That's cool. And the first trailer came out for it. And I tweeted it last night from my Twitter account. So Amazon's putting it out. I didn't have to go to the theater to watch it. I love that. I hate the movie theater. And so they put out a 15-second trailer for Being the Ricardos. A new feature film about the real-life marriage of Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz. Here's 15 seconds. I work side-by-side with my husband, who is genuinely impressed by me. And all I have to do to keep it is kill for 36 weeks in a row. Okay, let's go. And then do it again the next year. Is Nicole Kidman America's national treasure now? She's Basically. It's everything she's in. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Every limited series, every sort of limited series, every show, every movie, Nicole Kidman doesn't miss. I think she's the don't miss now. And she's on everything now. <laughs> like she's everywhere you look, she's doing something. And it's high quality something. Yep. The people that help her pick things. 
They're also a national treasure of ours. That nine perfect strangers. So good. Great. The one where she's in LA with all the moms. Oh, big yeah. little lies. Great. Well, whatever, yeah. Yeah, what big else? little lies. She did something else recently too that I watched. It was is a limited series. Oh, undoing. Undoing! Great! She doesn't miss. Mm-hmm. Keith Urban! Great! She picked a great guy! <laughs> she doesn't miss. She doesn't miss! <laughs> I think she's now America's treasure when it comes to and she's not even American. I mean she's American, but she's not like it she wasn't born here. Yeah. We'll take her. Oh yeah, we'll take her. So those are coming out. We watched the first episode last night of the Bill Clinton impe- oh, impeachment. It's called impeachment. Yes. Have you been watching it? Oh yeah, I'm all on that. Se- I've been on that. Season one. It's weird because some of it's in Arkansas, like the Paula Jones mm. stuff. Yes. A- and Caitlin, I remember it being local growing up in Arkansas when Bill Clinton was the governor. Oh, I'm sure that was very different for you, yeah, than us. I was a kid, mm-hmm. but it, I was still a young teenager, so I would see it in the newspaper all the time. So some of the stuff's like, wow, how about that? But we just finished episode one last night. You'll like it. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. I think that that stuff's interesting. They did a good job with it. The the, just everything because I've watched other documentaries that are related to it, and I feel like they did a good job, like getting the accuracy and the actors are were picked perfectly. That's Sarah Paulson, another national treasure. Who is that? She plays Linda Tripp in this, but she also has played, and and Mike D could probably help me with a lot of the roles that she's played. But Sarah Paulson, she is blonde. Oh yeah. I know who she is. She, I, I think she was in the yes. OJ, OJ one too. Oh yeah, yeah, so she, she was. was in the she other, was the yeah. They're the both other, American. Uh, the DA. Yeah, American crime story. Like she's a great actress now too. What's funny is too, I think our best actors and actresses aren't coming from movies anymore. I think if you get a series on one of these platforms that really hits, you're a bigger star than if you have a movie. Movie stars are thinking the past. TV series stars and radio stars. I'll say it: radio and podcast stars. <laughs> Uh, I'm kidding about that one, but she she really is fantastic. I do want to go through some Abby stuff real quick. Abby, are you ready? Are you standing by? I'm ready. Ready as I'm going to be. Quick recap. A couple weeks ago, Abby said, hey, this guy accidentally texted me a picture. He said, oops, I didn't know that was your number. I meant to text my fire chief. And he's like a good-looking guy in a fireman costume. <laughs> suit, suit, whatever. What is it? <laughs> a uniform? Uh, yeah, there costume. you go. Uniform. <laughs> uniform. <laughs> uniform. And so then Abby's like, wow, you're cute. Let's start talking. And we're like, watch out, Abby. It could be a scam. And then he goes, it's not a scam. I meant to send this to my fire chief. And then he lists his fire. He shows Abby his fire chief's number. Well, we call his fire chief. That wasn't a fire chief. So we look him up on Instagram. We can all see his Instagram page. Some For some reason, Abby can't. He's blocked her. And we're like, Abby, this is not good. Run. Walk. Run. Whatever it takes. Get away. But she's still texting him. I'm like, oh, how, how was your day, boo-boo? Oh, my gosh. I never said boo-boo. <laughs> yeah. I, like I do it, have for dinner. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know that he's a bad, bad dude. No. But I know that it doesn't seem like he's on the up and up. Morgan's theory was he found her number, acted like he didn't know who she was, knew her from the show, and then tried to have a relationship, establish some communication. And if that's the case, he had, did have a chance to admit it. And he didn't, right? Yeah, that's what we were waiting for. And Abby, he no, didn't. he never did. No, he's and, never admitted. And leading up to when she got that text, like that week or the week before, we had been doing a segment on Abby being single uh-huh. and trying to find her somebody and Lunchbox, you know, catfishing her in a way. And so I don't know if maybe that planted the seed in this guy's head is like, oh, maybe I can sneak my way into her text messages. And you FaceTimed him. He's a real person. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, he's real. Like that's the whole thing. And I mean, yeah, to Amy's point, like, 
I was thinking this whole time, oh, could this be Lunchbox? Is he up to this? That's why I even brought it to the show. And then it turns into, I don't think it's Lunchbox. Mike D has told me, Mike D monitors our email account. He said that we've got more emails about this than anything in years. People just having opinions. Mm. Or people going, here's a question, Abby. Has Abby FaceTimed the firefighter from home or was he only at the station? The first time he was in his car in a parking lot. So, yeah, I've never had from home because I only have twice. So he wasn't home. The question is, will he FaceTime at home? Thanks, Whitney. Yeah, I haven't. We didn't even talk about that. You know, is that an eyebrow raiser to you? Like, hmm. I guess he was running errands. So I, you know, I didn't I didn't think anything of it. But looking back, here's another one. It says, not a scam, but he's hiding something. A similar thing happened to me with a firefighter. I live outside of Wichita, Kansas. About six months ago, this very thing happened to me on Instagram. I mean, exact. I lived in Wichita. Firefighter. Actually thought I was someone he went to school with. Never wanted to meet me in person. The only time he would talk was when he was at work at his firehouse. Was always (laughs) willing to give out numbers to those he works with, but the numbers were always wrong. Come to find out he was on Tinder, Hinge, POF. I don't know what that is. Plenty of fish. Okay, oh, Amy. Okay. Wow. Knew that a little too quick. quick. <laughs> I don't know. I just put it together. Uh, she said, way too similar. Just wonder if it's the same guy. I would say block and abort mission for sure. Okay. Oh, that's wild. Here's another one. It says, FaceTime can still be a scam. So relating to Abby Saga, there are a ton of men out there scamming and saying they're from cities in the U.S., but clearly they are not. And yes, they FaceTime you as part of the scam. And change... Uh, they wrote a typo here. And change you should number afterwards or get another phone. Oh, that's change your number. Okay. If he's for real, he would not have blocked his Instagram. But it's fun to bust those dummies. <laughs> I do love all the updates. Signed, Wendy. And then finally, are we sure he's still single? The fireman, are we sure the guy is single? Blocking someone on social media doesn't allow Abby to comment on a post Ooh. that mm, someone would see, possibly raising questions as to why this woman, Abby, is commenting Abby should casually, I don't want to mention this, because you could say something and then, uh, you're not going to, No. Are you still talking to him? So can I read this final sentence, what they say to you? Yeah, you can read it. Abby should casually mention that her work is sending her to where he lives next (laughs) month to see his reaction. Oh my gosh. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. That's scary. Would you bet he's listening to this right now? I don't think right now, but I think he's going to right after. Yeah. He's at work. What would you like to say to him? Oh man. Well, just like looking back, what's crazy to me is... How supposedly you say it was an accident, but how come you were so like open to sharing sharing your whole life with me? You know, like for it, me being a complete stranger to you, you sure told me a lot about yourself and your family and everything. So it's like, and you knew I was on the radio too. How? How did he know? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, that was after the FaceTime, and he knew I'm in radio, mm-hmm. and he and after even after listening back and know after the whole deal where he listened back to all the shows. He still continued to tell me personal things about his family, you know? And I'm like, I didn't really tell him that much about mine. Does it make you sad? Does it make me sad? Does Mm -hmm. this make you sad? I mean, it's too exhausting at this point. Like, I'm like, okay, there's just too many red flags. And I also realized that he was like distracting me with things like the tour, you know, like of the firehouse and kind of avoiding some things because obviously that got my attention was the fire station. But then I'm over here ignoring the major red flags, so... Here's what I'll say, and then I'll move on, and we'll only accept updates if any are needed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we have a lot of friends in, in, in places, low and high, actually. 
there was a background check done. Oh, oh gosh. Do you know about it? I knew there was one kind of being done, but I don't know many of the findings. Yeah, I'm I would just scared. I would just chill. That's what I'll tell you. Just chill. Just chill and don't talk. Just oh, okay. stay away. Okay. Like sketchy? There's some sketchy stuff going no, on? No, I'm not going to say that. Okay. I'm not going to say sketchy stuff at all, but I would just say if I were you and I were single and I were a young, what are you, 31, mm-hmm. 32, I I probably would just go, hey, you know what? This isn't for me. The situation, how mm-hmm. it's all come together and how I feel about it, it's probably not for me. Right. Okay. What I've learned is he is a real person, but I don't think I'm ever going to have the answer He is for a real, real. You're right. He's, He's a real person. He's very real. Yes. He's very real. Okay. But very. I don't think I'm going to have the answers of how he found me. Correct, the and truth. that's and you know what? That's okay. I told mm-hmm. you guys I have to get a new phone because people call me now and just yell "f you" in my phone because somehow they got my number. That's crazy. Why don't they send me fireman pictures? I'd rather have that. <laughs> and people just screaming "f you," I hope you die. Mm-hmm. Or they all get all kinds of stuff. It says no caller ID, and I'm going, okay, who is this? Because sometimes work calls will come from no caller ID from different places, and I'm like, hello. You're gonna hear like someone's driving in the car. You know that when? This is Bobby, and I'm like. Oh, boy, this is going to go one or two ways. I'm about to get a job offer in my dreams, or I'm about to be told F you. <laughs> That's quite the difference. <laughs> and I go, and so I go like this. I go, huh? And they'll go, hey, you suck. Your show sucks. I hope you die. F you. Click. And I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, oh, man. And those happen a lot more than job offers. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so after like 20 years, I have to change my phone number. And then I get to decide what people I get to I get to give the new number. Oh, that's always fun. That's always a tricky situation. <laughs> so, Abby, I would just say we did a background check. There's nothing that would say you're in danger or anything like that mm-hmm. at all. Zero. Probably a fine Good. guy. But I would just say as you being who you are, I would just chill. I mean, emotional yeah. danger maybe. It, the whole thing's emotionally damaging yeah, now anyway. That's, I know. At this point, I just feel bad for Abby and yeah, I think just distance yourself from the whole thing and let's act like it never happened. Unless yeah. he texts you then update us. But other than okay. that, stay away. <laughs> and that's the thing. All the messages I've gotten from listeners too that can relate. Um, I mean, like I think people like myself that have pure intentions, we don't think that someone's gonna do that. You know, mm-hmm. we're like, why would they do that to someone like me? So same. I'm like, why would somebody know. call me on the phone and yell F you? Yeah. Like, I just exactly. want pure intentions. Like, how's your day going? <laughs> would you yes. like a job? You know? Uh, hang in there, Abby, okay? Okay, well, thank you all for your help. I, you know, I appreciate it. Hey, case closed. Done. <laughs> we need the little thing. <laughs> yeah. all, right, all right, Abby, back to the phones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we're getting calls right I'm now. I'm sure we're getting a ton of calls. <laughs> you need to answer. Uh, you don't have to call about that, but if you do want to call, Abby will be there to answer. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. Eddie is filling in for Lunchbox. There's a guy in Florida, and he decides to break into a car, but he really doesn't know how to break into cars, so it takes him a long time. Cops get there. Boo! What are you doing, man? You're trying to break in a car? Come on, you're coming to jail. He's like, guys, guys, come on, relax. I'm doing it for a good reason. Oh. I miss my girlfriend. Well, who's your girlfriend? She's imaginary. Her name is Emma. Oh. I, I like to go visit her when I'm high on meth. Oh, cops are oh, like, all right. Oh, holy okay. crap. like three in a row. <laughs> this is so so cops are like, all right, we've heard enough. You're coming in. <laughs> Just say you have a girl. Even then you're going to jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't steal a car because you miss your girlfriend. Yeah. And that you only see when you're high on meth. Well, th- then she's imaginary. Right. And then you're high on meth. That's that's how you strike out. Three yeah. strikes, There's out. a lot here, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, that's your bonehead story of the day. Due to a mistake, a couple's house in Mississippi was sold for $236 at an auction. Oh, no. <laughs> a, now, follow me here. A builder built the house on the wrong lot. So the family owned the house and the empty lot next door. 
So, okay, so they own lot A. Yeah. The guy builds the house on lot B. They don't own lot B, but they own the house on lot B and then lot A. Wow. So the whole thing was a mix-up. How do you build on the wrong? How does that happen? (laughs) It's like when they smash the wrong house. (laughs) We've read those stories. Here's the owner, Tiffany, talking about the mistake and how she doesn't own her home anymore. I walked up to my front door. And I saw a note sticking out, and it said Viking Investments, and it gave me three days to leave. I owned the lot next to the house and not the lot that the house was on. As of right now, I do not own my home. Viking Investments does. Here she is talking about the explanation that the company gave her. They documented that there was a house on the vacant lot and a house, obviously, where my house is, instead of fixing it and saying that the house was in the wrong place. Nobody has called me and said, hey, Miss Ingram, this is what we're doing to fix this. This is, you know, we've got it handled. Don't freak out. Nobody's reached out to me. They're letting me freak out and feel like I'm homeless. And I just, I don't think that's right. Surely somebody gets in trouble for building on the wrong lot. Yeah. If that is what happened, and I'm assuming it is, the person who built on the wrong lot is responsible for her home and her having a new home or building her a new home or buying her a new home. It doesn't feel like they did anything wrong. Or like, can they just trade lots? I don't know that that can happen because one could be worth more. Okay, or they could be I know, sizes. but I mean, there's just got to be a compromise because the whole entire the house. The compromise is, is they did wrong. They did her wrong. Yeah, she didn't mess up. That's the weird. She did nothing wrong. So sad. You can hear like the sadness in her voice. Just trying to For think. Two hundred thirty-six dollars. By the way, I'll take that lot anyway. <laughs> right now. Aside from all this. <laughs> Holy moly. Uh, So that's the situation. And you hope that they kind of rectify the situation because that's not good. Mm -mm. And then if I were living in this town, I would not hire that company. Uh -uh. Never again. Viking, what was it? Well, Well, I don't know if Viking Viking. invested. I think they they bought it. (laughs) Got it. I don't know who the home builder was. I'd give them a really bad Yelp review. Hey, nothing over two stars for sure. (laughs) That's what's up for today. Amy, do you have anything going on today? That is crazy. Uh, the Real Housewives um, <laughs> reunion part two is tonight. A four. A four. So it's a little exhausting, but I'm here for it because Erica, I mean, she's the, she's the main thing. And Kathy Hilton, she's awesome. What about you? I have the Opry this afternoon, going back to shoot some stuff there. I have an MRI on my wrist from at five o'clock today. Oh, man. Hopefully they can finally tell me that I've broken it in 19 places and really been strong holding through. <laughs> But in reality, they're going to go, hey, man, ain't nothing wrong with it. You're just a wimp. <laughs> You're getting old. But I have an MRI on my wrist that has been bothering me for about two months. So going to go do that. Bye, friends. The Bobby Bones Show.